were you talking to me? I was talking to you, and oh, I was also no. talking to our listeners, Ned. Oh, we have listeners. I didn't know That's if beautiful. you knew this, but it's Monday, which means another week of FM Rager, oh. buddy. <laughs> They're going to say, another week, another single dollar I earned for that entire week. Oh, boy. No, the not grind, me. baby. But, hey, let's hop right into it. Speaking of work... Guess what I did? What? I went to the Starbucks sensitivity training, <laughs> and it sucked. Oh, what sucked about you? You're just really insensitive, or what's the problem? I really... Oh, whoa, we are already getting a call. Oh, Hang phone call's coming hot at the top. Nobody is this there. Is a prank call? What the heck? Oh, yeah, I think you have to access it. Oh, okay. no, it's the phone debacle again. Oh, God, we're really bad at this. Tap into the line. You have to hack it. Hello? Hello? You hacked the line wrong. Hello, is someone there? It's a ghost. A oh ghost prank called us because we were playing with spirits the other day. Well, thank God there aren't any guests here to see us make total <laughs> assholes of ourselves. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, how do I drop this? Oh, my God. Oh, this is a nightmare. A total nightmare. Hey, guys, there's a band called Total Nightmare. Eh, do that with you, Will. All right. Well, I'm I'm just going to uh, not get to the phone and just say, yeah, I, I went to the Starbucks sensitivity training. It was all right, you know. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. What are, what are your biggest takeaways? Uh, they got friggin' Common to host. Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, Common, the rapper Common. Yeah, yeah. He he hosted some of the videos, and he was just like, everything starts with a cup of coffee, man. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty large-scale uh, sensitivity training. Like, what was the... What's the budget on that, baby? Dude, not only that, but they got Stanley Nelson to contribute a documentary, uh, and that was... Stan Lee, comma, Nelson? Yep. They had Stan Lee and his buddy Nelson. <laughs> and the band they, Nelson, the yeah. Nelson Twins? No, uh, prominent African-American filmmaker Stanley mm-hmm. Nelson contributed a documentary to the sensitivity training, and then that was the best part. That was really, really awesome. Yeah. Um my coworker did not watch it. He was not a fan of it. He uh, he instead chose to. They didn't clockwork orange you guys. They were like had to watch it. No, he just chose to like watch quick hole videos, which I like his sense of humor choice, but I didn't like his actions. <laughs> I don't training. like his timing. Yeah, yeah. and that's uh, that's an interesting thing because like the, those uh, Starbucks managers aren't really like trained to give that kind of no no no, no. that's that's got to be a no my manager was uh not prepared for a racial sensitive uh, sensitivity training mm-hmm. uh, i made her cry Ooh. yeah uh because i was asking the hard questions i was like why are we spending money on ipads why don't we just you know attack this systemically and she's like uh that's not what this is about <laughs> and i i uh, to her credit you know she's again not equipped for right, something right, right. that emotional um but a lot of people did walk away from it with a new perspective Good. um i was surprised at how many of my coworkers had never like really talked to each other on a more personal level they did ask some questions that had me scratching my head it was like how do you feel on a scale of one to ten you, you guys had to do like one-on-ones with each other where we you're did like do learn some, a little bit about you like, we kinda... did do some one-on-ones mm-hmm. where uh it was me and this guy will and you're we just like, so what are things we don't know about each other? And he's like, well, I'm gay. I'm like, well, I knew that. Well, you talk about it quite frequently. And he knew everything there was to really know about me. I'm nothing special. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a run-of-the-mill cishet white man. You're white bread, right? Yeah. You, you know it, buddy. Yeah, I'm sunbeam all around. Oh, boy. Uh, but after that, the thing that really uh, got me with the survey they had, which is like on a scale of one to five, how comfortable mm-hmm. are you talking to a person of your own race about these issues? And I was not just thinking about my parents or bigoted friends of mine. I was like, now how about someone who's not your race? I was like, oh boy, uh, now I'm really in my head about this, which I'd never thought about that before. So mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll give Starbucks credit on that one. Okay, they really. So, so you walked away from it, I mean, like, you learned something from it. I did learn if something. If not learned something, your eyes were open to continue to process something from there. Like, yes. new ideas were introduced. That is true. Yeah, yeah. To to a lot of people there, a lot of new ideas were introduced. I think that mm-hmm. it was a step in the right direction. Let's oh, it's it fantastic, because we have Mr. And Starbuck here to talk about it. Howard Schultz? <laughs> okay, so in today's news, uh, the CEO of Starbucks did step down. Oh, he's out. Uncle Howie, as everybody calls him, which I find super creepy. <laughs> he's out of there. And uh, people are like, oh, maybe he's running for office, which, hey, if you can get common, you can get the rest of America <laughs> on your side. No, I, I, I think that uh, the coming weeks are going to be a lot of 
uh, shakiness, not knowing what's going to happen with the company. Not time, from all the coffee. <laughs> well, the last time the CEO stepped down because he is the founder. He uh, mm-hmm. the company didn't do so hot that so I had to bring him back to like get this, everything back on track. I don't really want to promote this company, uh, <laughs> but I will say uh, one of the worst ideas was uh, we got like food delivered and it was not the best food so everyone got sick around the same time oh, man. and that was just not fun <laughs> like everyone was like Ugh, uh, yeah the managers like- aren't equipped to train people uh, sensitivity training and the bathrooms aren't equipped for a bunch of people to eat the same food at the same time exactly it <laughs> yeah. was it was kind of a disaster Yikes. but hey if if you guys have any questions about the Starbucks sensitivity <laughs> training or if you're our friend Billy and you want to call in Billy now's the time to call in <laughs> at 713-526-8737 um, and if that's you who tried to call earlier, sorry. Yeah, we're really sorry. Shrug. Yeah, we beefed Whoops. it. Whoops. God, a running gag. We do oh, not man. know how to do this. These phones are getting all tied up. Oh, jeez. Oh, crap. I, we could see, see, because there's a light on, <laughs> and I don't know. Back to this. It's not flashing. Let me see. Ned, keep talking while I try Okay, to I'm going to keep call. talking a little bit. Guys, we had a fantastic weekend this weekend. We uh, sat down uh, and watched the Captain Underpants motion picture film. Guys, if you liked the books, oh, that's a dial tone, not looking too hot. Hey, I got the call. Hey, you drop. hung up on it. All right. <laughs> yeah, I kept an underpants movie with something else. It was fantastic. I yeah. really liked it. <laughs> I, I've been trying for weeks to get somebody to watch that movie with me, and nobody does because you all think it was dumb. I or didn't think it dumb. was dumb. I read the books as a child. I loved it. I really like. They had a scene where it's so like. Oh the, my gosh! The big I, classic it fight was revert- scene. Immediately a child when that happened. Yeah. So there's this big fight scene that's supposed to happen, and instead of spending all the money to show you what a fight scene like that looks like they just do the flipperama gag from the old book yeah they like they hold it right before the first contact happens and like this is entirely too graphic so we'll show you with the flipperama yeah and they do it and like the page rips while he does it it was so oh i yeah. loved it for uh, a 15 second or a 15 minute like uh interaction i think they used about like eight frames of animation <laughs> like yeah this is gonna save our guests money. uh earlier mentioned that song freedom uh that song in the Captain Underpants movie, every 10 minutes, it seemed like. It like a toilet it. paper roll would fly up in the air and be like, Freedom! And yeah. the kids are like, yeah! Well, one of the themes about that money uh, about that movie is that authority sucks. And Heck it's yeah, way more against fun. them, baby. Yeah, it's way more fun to be a kid and play some pranks. We love duties. We love pranks. <laughs> we love freedom. Yep. Freedom. Five freedom. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> but enough about my weekend and things that we did together. What did you do in your U time, Ned? <laughs> what did I do in my U time? Like from nine to twelve, when I was awake before you got home from work, <laughs> I like roamed around the house. I was like, oh, I wonder what Connor's at. <laughs> I hope he brings coffee home, which I did. You did. It was very kind of you. Oh, man. Oh, I, I painted a little bit. I made a little painting. You've been doing a lot of crafty stuff lately. Yeah, I, I some guys, cardboard uh, cutouts. Oh, hey, we're getting a call. Oh my gosh, it's a real call. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh, yeah. What's up? You're on Dude. FM Ranger. How's it going? Welcome to the party, buddy. Hey. uh you guys should uh, check your uh, live stream. Oh, this there's again. No What's going on with it? Uh, there's no sound. There's no sound? Well, that yeah. sounds like a problem. Oh, <laughs> what are we doing wrong? Right now. Okay. Here, keep talking to our, our wonderful... Oh, okay. So, Connor just pointed at you, Ned. Uh, you're laughing. It seems like you're having a good time. We are. Having we are a having time. a good time. We're killing it right now. Oh, it the audio like should be there. Oh, now it's caller. It's it's a uh, it's right. it's a uh, peaking. So I'm going to keep. Hey, give me a talk real quick, Raul. There. Hey, all right. Hey. Hey, you're looking good on those levels, baby. You should yeah, be good. The I'm, sound should be coming out momentarily. Just let that Facebook Live uh, lag catch up to you guys. Yeah, uh, here it is. Party here's going. With us. Uh, I saw the turnaround. Saw you guys turn around. It's great. All right. And, looking really cool. Anything going on with the audio? Can you hear anything? It should no, come it, up pretty soon. Give us not. some time. I see the levels going up right no. now. Raul, how was your week? Can you party? Ah, uh, baby. Hey, baby, uh, sir, we are sir, in. Sir, baby. Sir, I, I don't know who you are, but you really need to turn off your uh, computer or radio whenever you call into the show. It's very unprofessional. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, geez, if you're going to call in, please. That's true. We don't need that echo okay. happening. Yeah, yeah. That, unless God. unless we're talking reggae, then bring a, bring on the, the echoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds like he's calling from Babylon. Lawn. Lawn. Oh, man. Lawn. The only echoes lawn. I care about are the dolphins. All hey, right. what so, about bunnymen? Okay. What do uh, you got? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I... Uh, enough about us. I think that like we should really explore uh, some of the audio that we like bringing into the show. Oh, we love it. I think uh, I really want to play a song that I found here. Um, this is called... 
process you. Uh, I mean, it's got an umlaut, so I don't really know how to pronounce. Am I pronouncing you, umlaut correctly? You do. You did. Yeah. All right. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Uh, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and play the song, and uh, hopefully you guys like it. One, two, three, four. That was a dance hit. That was something else, man. Shaking all over. And it's not, once again, because of that coffee. Yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> I'm what? shaking over because of the beats. Oh, oh, <laughs> Ned, Ned, Ned. Now I get it. Man, it would be so awesome if we could talk to the people who made that song. Guess what? We can. They're in the studio what? right now. They're right in front of us. Everybody, please welcome the Space Cadets, Trent Lira and Devin Will. Thank you so much. Oh, this isn't our oh, you guys brought your own air horns? <laughs> no, we <laughs> always yeah, bring yeah. our own air horns. Thank That's you for fantastic. that. fantastic. Thank you. I wish we yeah. had some. We don't have any. All right. So, Hi. thank you guys so much for coming into the 
studio. We really appreciate it. I have watched you guys perform mostly Neo Benchies, mm-hmm. uh, which if, for those of you listening, if you don't know, Neo Benchie is something that is uh, you take a video clip, you cut the audio from it, and then you do a live interpretation with your own writing. It's very, very cool. And we saw you guys do some really, really uh, interesting stuff lately. And I really wanted to ask, was that your first time doing Neo Benchy? Have y'all been doing stuff like that for a while? Um, well, I mean, I think we've been kind of like riffing on stuff uh-huh. in your apartment, <laughs> but not in front of people. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the exact like moment where we started it, but we've been do. I mean, if I looked through my emails right now, I could probably tell you the first time we ever <laughs> did it. But um, what happened was we started the podcast mostly mm-hmm. and then i started thinking like maybe there's like some other things we can do like so we had been making the music we did the podcast we started the drag queen story time and yeah, you like, guys do so much stuff yeah. man <laughs> you're <laughs> that's incredible do, doing the most and i saw the the thing for neo benchy and i had heard of it and seen it on social media and i said this looks like something that would be Devin's gig so I said hey Devin there's this thing at Sika group it's called Neo Benchy our friend Roxy Hayes had done it before and I said Roxy's done it and she says it's really cool and we should give it a shot and so that's how it started so you guys gave it a hell of a shot. Yeah, Thank I remember you. your first one. I was like, "What? Yeah, who are these yeah. people?" So, so, so now we've done it quite a few times, but mm-hmm. uh, because you know you do like the three, and then they invite you after that, and so now we only do it when we get invited or if we have like a really good idea. We're invitation only. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. Yeah, so we don't beg. Yeah, so now if we come up with like a really good one, we're like, next time they invite us, we're gonna do this one. So nice. yeah, that's kind of how it's got started, one in the back pocket, basically. That's good. good. Like, the one we just did yeah the one that we recently did we did our own interpretation of a couple of devo music videos sweet um, because we're both pretty big fans of devo um Mm -hmm. and i would say that was the first one i ever planned on doing but it seemed a little too out there to begin with yeah and so we kind of shelved it for a while and then i was like trent i feel confident enough to finally do this Mm -hmm. i don't know how well it actually went over i think (laughs) people were like that certainly was something that you just did i don't know it seemed like we got like a crazy reaction for it because they're like we've never seen someone do like music that way because we did kind of half the thing we did we just did like an acapella version of their song time out for fun and trent did the synth line and i did the vocals Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun yeah Yeah, exactly so i guess after a while we realized like this is what we're known for and everybody like had like a crazy reaction to it but the other (laughs) ones yeah the other ones we did i guess were like a little bit more like traditional but we've done like some weird videos yeah our very first one was um I want to say, wasn't it like an anti-LSD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the PSA. Some kind of 1960s educational film. I am um, all about the old videos, like the archival kind of footage. Oh, for yeah. Benji's. So are I think we. Just, ooh, yeah. yeah. One for sure. time we did the internal thoughts of dogs in some dog <laughs> I compilation I found. Um, what was, was it Hypernauts? Yeah, so show? There, there was this old sci-fi show that I used to watch on Disney Channel that's basically Babylon 5 for children, <laughs> and it was called Hypernauts. And I was like, we we gotta let people see this if they've never seen it. So we basically <laughs> dubbed the end of an episode of Hypernauts, and yeah. it was that one went really well. Yeah, it yeah. did. It went really well. And that's where we got our a real good, a real good. <laughs> like we quote ourselves yeah. from that Neo Benchy because we were like, we did that. We did do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's all of them. I think. Now, you guys have done, like you said before, the you've done Track Storytime, you mm-hmm. have a podcast, you are in a musical duo, Yeah. but I want to get to Issue Zero, the origin story. How did you two mean? How did you guys decide? Yeah, where did the nuclear waste like turn you guys into the space cadets? Honestly, well, after that's a, a long we night of hooking. <laughs> oh. Trey didn't like the session, <laughs> so I was crystallized. Um, actually, it started in a room very much like this. Oh. Was it not long room? ago yeah. in a room dingy? much like no. this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a little, not too dingy. Um, no, but no. just never clean. Much newer. Um, <laughs> we were both 
in the student-run radio station Coog Radio at University of Houston. Hmm. Um, I've never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding! I'm so excited to talk about this! <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Coog so Radio probably, brought you together. We right. started probably around the same time. I started mm-hmm. DJing with a friend of mine in the first semester I started college, so that was fall 2014, and mm-hmm. then I think you came in spring 2015, right? Well, no, I, I came in in the fall, but I wasn't programming oh, okay. director yet. I yeah, started as a DJ. Yeah, rose to stardom. Yeah. Sweet. I started as a DJ and a blogger, just like Devin, and, and we met. Except I never did blogging. Oh, I just did a really bad <laughs> radio DJ. show. <laughs> the DJ. <laughs> um, and actually, it's funny because when I first met Devin, I didn't know that I'd kind of admired her show. Because I, there was a lot I used to listen to because when I first started at Coog Radio, I was a DJ and stuff, but I wanted to get involved like right away um, because I only had a couple of years left. So I was like, no, this is the time where now that theater is not like running my life. I mean, it, it yeah, constantly ran my life, but I was like, I have did. some time to do some other things. And I'm like, I really want to go like head first. So I wanted to be part of the board. So I started as assistant programming director. So I used to actually listen to pretty much every show. And I would listen to you and Christians a lot. And so then when I finally met her, we met in a studio while they were recording a show that was called Too Many Cougs. This was during the oh, Too Many yeah. Cooks phenomenon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember when it was called the Cougsby Show. And I was like, eh, yes. I yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I wonder why they changed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It went through many names. I think its names even changed to now, and people kind of inherit it as time goes on. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so we met while they were recording a thing. And they were like, hey, can you come in here? And Devin was already in there, and she was telling a story of how she fell in love uh, with a guy in the manga section of a Barnes & Noble. <laughs> it was the Borders. Oh, Borders. The Borders in Ireland Plaza. Rest in peace. Plaza. And, Rest and in I, peace. Was, I was in there when she was telling this story, and I said, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be friends with this person. <laughs> he, uh had to go away to school. He was studying to become a rabbi. There you go. Oh, so wow. the origin story yeah. is basically that. We met in the studio and we just kind of hung out occasionally and I had started making some music in Studio B, which is the other Coog Radio studio, while I was staying there late at night working my way up to programming director. And uh, eventually she told me that she wanted to do like synth pop music and she said that she had tried with another person before and they didn't really see eye to eye. Yeah, the trouble was (laughs) is that I think I have wanted to be in a band really for about as long as I can remember, but the thing that really cemented it was the weekend before I started high school, I watched the film Runaways about the band. Oh, yeah. The same mm-hmm. um, and I knew that that was what I wanted, but all throughout high school, I was kind of more of a follower and never a leader. I watched my friends in bands and never did anything. And then in college, I was like, I'm finally going to be in a band. And there's this guy I spoke to that had thought about, you know, doing synth pop music. And I was like, great. You know, we're talking Depeche Mode. We're talking The Cure. I'm so into this. And he goes, let me send you my inspirations. And he sent me Little Dragon. And I was like, oh, our definitions (laughs) of synth pop are very different. And so she told me that. And I was like, well, I've been making a couple of songs in the studio. And they're very, like, Depeche Mode, sort of, like, Devo-ish, like, Simple Minds. And she was like, oh, yeah. So I just thought maybe she... And I had no idea if she could, like, sing or anything like that I just said let's get her in here and see what happened and, and he then- was sorely disappointed when he found out I could <laughs> and, uh, it's all auto-tune and baby and then that's how it happened it basically happened on accident yeah. um, we just kind of accidentally started Space Cadets and we were like it was fate yeah and we're like I guess we gotta play shows now where, where, did, gotta- the, where did the name come from? Devin um I, at the time, was really interested in the rapper MF Doom. Mm -hmm. Um, I really liked that he used samples from 1960s cartoons in his Fantastic Planet. Uh, Yes, yes. And he also um, did the album The Mouse and the Mask with uh, Danger Mouse, and that had all samples from Adult Swim cartoons, and so I thought, you know, I want to have us be named after some old cartoon. So there's a Hanna-Barbera cartoon called Space Cadets, and it's about like kids and some adventures they have in space. I've never actually watched it. But, <laughs> I was just uh, about to ask and, you. And so, sidebar, this is a gag because I am obsessed with Hanna-Barbera, and I had never heard of this show, so I was like, <laughs> this must be like a deep cut. Well, and we're both very like cartoon-watching, mm-hmm. TV, just like 
consuming at a rapid rate kind yes. of people and so it made sense to have a pop culture name mm-hmm. but we changed the spelling uh the original space cadets is k-i-d-d-e-t-s we added oh. a t and an e so it's k-i-d-d-e-t-s so it's, it's sort of like a, a southern majorette kind of a, spelling yeah southern yeah. majorette yeah. sort of thing so yeah. When, when I hear ets at the end of something, I think of like kids. So it's like, oh, the kid version of kids. Like it's double kids. Exactly. Space kid kids. Yeah. Exactly. Space kid kids. That could be our new name. <laughs> that could be the Space spinoff where you get kids to play your music. Kind of like one of those. Devo 2.0. Yeah. Devo 2.0. Uh, things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have no God. desire whatsoever. Oh, I do. Okay. Get old people to do it. <laughs> what if now space old ets? Yeah. If they're like, it does Space Devo- kid olds. <laughs> Did Devo 2.0. Please tell me that I I've never like researched heavily. I've heard like the big songs. Oh, there was a day didn't... we were like oh Devo two point oh yeah. yeah we, we Ned and I have done our research on yeah. this. <laughs> a lot of them have moved on. Uh, yeah, the hope. lead singer has not and still consistently does like Devo cover band. And it's like and this is one that I wrote. And I'm like nah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, did they ever do Peekaboo? Because that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> Peekaboo. Oh, I see God. you. I I really do think <laughs> that they did. They oh. went through the greatest hits. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's iconic. I've and never then, looked like, into changed that. changed anything that might sound like any kind of innuendo. Maybe that should be the goal for this show. We can't stop doing to the show until we get every original Devo 2.0 like <laughs> band member. <laughs> we'll fly them in. That's our budget. Look, if you're yeah. in Devo 2.0, please call in at 713-526-8737. Do have to work for us. Just get on here. We currently have $40 in our Venmo. We will pay for your Greyhound bus ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and we will definitely... We, you can do a show. We'll back you up. We've done a lot of their songs. So uh, we, will, we will back you up. But, okay, uh, so, so the band started yeah. In instant international pop sensations. Absolutely. Uh, what what came next in there? Was it the podcast or was the the? Well, there was the drugs, the fame, <laughs> the sex, the, the slip loss. and slides, the, the yeah. saran wrap. Exactly. Yeah, it all comes too fast. The roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think obviously we started with the music once again, kind of on accident, and we're like, okay, so this is kind of what we do, and we we knew we wanted to do like a a new wave inspired like really theatrically crazy live experience and me and Devin kind of were in the same headspace that we're like well you know Space Cadets like yeah the music is the most important part but like I feel like we can do more like we can be almost like a brand yeah more than just a band and uh, we wanted to come up with just another arm of Space Cadets and and Devin is I would definitely say she's way more into podcasts than I am, but there is a lot that I like, but she listens and is way more into that. And so I said, you know, we should do like some element that's like visual, like, but like YouTube's like annoying and like, I don't want to be like a, Hey, you guys, welcome to my channel. Like, I don't want to do that. So I said, I think because of our radio experience, a podcast is a really good way to go. And I was really interested in that. I have listened at this point probably to over 500 hours worth of the McElroy family of podcasts. Okay, yeah. um, and so when he suggested it, I was like, oh, me talking about myself for 45 minutes at a time? I can't wait. Yeah. So the, it, once again, exactly like the music kind of started by accident. We were like, let's just do it and see what happens. If nobody listens, who cares? You know, it's it's kind of a different components you can get to and know and nobody did <laughs> uh i beg to differ i that's see our true. listens yeah. um but that's uh, the best part of podcasts is just screaming into the void and yeah, then like yeah. two years later someone's like hey you still doing that and you're like oh yeah what? <laughs> exactly and i think it was just for us to further kind of uh go behind the the presence of these characters that we kind of play on stage it's more like Space Case is way more focused on Trent and Devin mm-hmm. as like mm-hmm. people and like the mysteries that plague our personal lives and our personalities and basically if we would have met each other sooner at Coog Radio, we always kind of imagine that this would have been the radio show that we would have had. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that honestly there's no I think we like to kind of put up this facade of mystery and kind of like Dadaist weirdness. Um but the fact is, is that we're both very frank people, and I think we also both like talking about ourselves. So it's kind of <laughs> hard to do that sometimes. You know, it's and so, so the podcast is our place to just be like, nah, no jokes, no facades, no deadpans. Here we are, straight up. So nice. I want to ask because I I pitched a few podcast <laughs> ideas to Ned before we landed on this. Uh-huh. Uh, was Space Case one and done? You nailed it, or did you have a few? Uh, failures along the way? Um, 
Space Case was basically the name from the beginning. Oh God! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, they I, nailed it. No, I, I mean, yeah, we because, well, and and actually, once again, the name kind of informed what would eventually happen. At first, it was literally just us talking about ourselves, and we're just like, "This mm. is what happened today." Like, oh my God, I had such a bad day. Yeah, you know, it's we like were that. kind of like, "Oh, ha, ha this mystery is." Why did I have a dream about this? Ha yeah. ha. But it was then, still mysteries each time. I mean, okay. yeah, kind of, sort of. But I think we've kind of streamlined it in recent episodes to actual mysteries. Like I know um, the mystery we covered last week, not this past week, because we did an update on Comic Palooza, which Ooh. we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, the one before that. Um, I talked about something that I've been very passionate about ever since I saw something about it on the news in 2003, um, is why do people keep going to amusement parks when so many people have died there? (laughs) I feel like they've proven time and again that they do not care about our safety. They care much more about money, and yet somehow people keep getting on the damn water slide i i yeah i was gonna say i am like anti amusement parks i'm terrified of roller coasters and i was like 10 out of 10 all about water parks and then that kid's head fell off uh it didn't Um, (laughs) it just fell off came off the hinges uh, and those men are on trial for second degree murder exactly they only cared about money and not about human lives and they had never designed a thing before so never there was that and they did not contact anyone who knew how physics works yeah that's so insane like money that a water slide can be built what's the censorship level don't use any swear words i mean you could say like crap and yeah damn crap we tried to say fluff instead of the f word which is well i wasn't going to say that but (laughs) um money hungry Oh, 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 ding-dongs. Yeah, ding-dongs. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Not nice guys. And shiggles, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So So. that is is what the podcast is now. Like, we've also taken on, like, cases from our fans. Shout out to our fans. um, (laughs) Of, like, conspiracies and things. Like, Devin brought in this really good one, uh, the Max Headroom incident Ooh. we've done uh, the Dyatlov Pass murders uh, what's up with the pyramids or possibly not murders <laughs> yeah. no pyramids? we literally had an episode that was called what's up with the pyramids well and the reason why is because we were recording at my house and I think I was amidst finals at that point and I was exhausted and I really had done no research yeah. for the show so I ran into my kitchen I still live with my father and I went dad what should we talk about on the podcast this week? I need a mystery. And he goes, pyramids. <laughs> oh, I thought he was going to so go, what's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The oh, my God. Pyramid. What is the deal? And so Devin was They're like. square at the bottom, pointy at the top. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, and that's exactly. She came in and said, pyramids. And I said, and press record. You know, like, <laughs> there we go. Uh, so that's, once again happened by accident and now we've kind of streamlined it into like a more formatted but still like at the beginning of every episode we still are like what's up with our lives what why is this happening yeah, still to gotta me? check in yeah. like we a hundred percent know that the first thing i'm going to talk about on our podcast this week is why does my keyboard hate me and who's coming for me yeah <laughs> right now honestly so that's that's the story of the space case really Anything else that y'all want to do next? Like any other? Yeah, yeah. What's the next step? So you've got all these these events going on. Are you guys gonna move in the the realm of short films? Are you gonna go tour? What's 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 the next step? As space cadets. Well, um, I'd really like to crossbreed dogs and cats to create ooh. the world's cutest creature. What what would you call that? A freaking cog in the machine? No. <laughs> We'd call them dats. Yeah. Dats. dats. <laughs> oh, and, dat boy. Yeah, and they actually they have severe health problems. They can only live for a month at a time, but they're the cutest things you'll ever see, so people are willing to pay thousands of dollars. That sounds like yeah. a Japanese thing. Yeah, like the tragic real. part is they just pop at the end, so yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, wonderful, it's cute, and commitment. it explodes. You're done with it. But yeah. their oh, organs are filled please. with confetti, so I oh. mean, it's still a fun little surprise. <laughs> you, you read it. It's a cat, a dog, and a pinata, all bright. Together. Exactly. That's yeah. exciting. Um, on our calendar, the thing that's next is mm-hmm. uh, we are m- making new music. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. Is, the, is a single uh, uh, a hinted album to come? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there is another new single that we've been playing live, so you have to come to our shows to hear it right Ooh. now. But we are in the studio. We're writing new stuff. And by the fall, quizzical ending fall fall question mark will Ooh. be when this project will drop 
Now, Ned's yeah. a musician, and I really hate don't hearing you talk, of, talk about it, but uh, I don't know anything about the creative process for a musician, let alone a mu- musical duo. Mm-hmm. I know how Ned and I work. We just throw stuff and see what sticks. What's it like for you guys? Exactly Pre- that. Exactly that. We, hmm. I can do music then. Yeah, <laughs> you totally can. It's a, I think we did, um, we got interviewed for an article in Spectrum South recently, and Devin, like, sometimes, like, when we're in certain situations, she really blows my my mind and most of our press release is just me remembering things that she said that I'm like, well, we got to write that down. She, she described us as a trial by fire band and that's exactly what we are. Like music accident, just go in there and do it. Podcast, let's just go in there and do it. Drag yeah. queen story yeah, time, let's yeah. pitch it and see if it happens. Yeah, like you know Trent what I mean? kind like, of hits me up and says, hey, I came up with this idea and then I go, oh, we could add to this with it and we kind of build off of each other. Yeah, I yeah. would say for the most part, we mesh pretty well regarding yeah. our uh, ideas. It, Every now and mm-hmm. then we'll clash about something like, oh, I don't want to wear this or I don't think that we should mm-hmm. do this song as a cover or we should focus on xyz thing but for the most part yeah and i, I think it's just kind good. of like yeah especially in a duo setting it's it's 50 50 like any like right. business. Yeah. yeah so basically it, it runs kind of differently every time like sometimes i'll come up with an instrumental instrumental mm-hmm. and i'll be like devin you got to hear this like i think this is our next mm-hmm. song and devin will be like oh my god yes and then we'll kind of do this or sometimes devin will say, I think we should write a song about this. I think this is a good story. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. And then I'll get inspired and I'll start coming up with ideas. Like Devin basically is really the um, visual and like... Verbal? Yeah, world element of Space Cadets. The world that Space Cadets lives in and what we look like and what Mm -hmm. what we present is all in Devin's mind. Um, and that's what gets me excited. Like the inspiration for this, sorry, the, inspira- <laughs> the inspiration for this new album in the world that we're kind of representing and kind of showing to whenever it comes out is from Devin's idea of her saying like, I think it's sh- like the whole album, like the vibe should be this. And like, I had an idea for what it was going to be about. And then I said, your idea is way better. <laughs> and so I scrapped the entire thing that I had and I said, we're doing that. I think Instead. that I'm really good like at conceptual things, yeah. and then I think you're really good at bringing those concepts to fruition. Like, That's my I job. Think, That's kind of Connor and I's yeah, relationship I with a lot of these. I'm really good at ideas, and I think you are too, but I think I've never really been good at executing them, whereas Trent has a little more experience in this than I do. Uh, you've been in various bands since high school. And it's going he, on 10 years now. Yeah, yeah, and you also majored in, is it... What is technically well, your like major. theatrical design and production, but, but like sound sound, oh, nice. design. sound design was my main focus, like yes. audio and stuff. And so. then he minored in like marketing, C- communications, right? yeah, yeah communication. social media marketing. Oh, perfect, right. you're set so, up to be a good band. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we try our best, but yeah, Devin's exactly right. Like we have different skills, and we bring out those skills in each other. And things that I can't do, Devin takes over, and things that she can't do, I take over, and and it really works best. That, that a beautiful way. duo, you yeah. know. We just try our best. <laughs> Man, but then we put it all together and once again it's trial by fire we're like okay yeah. guess this is cool let's go and do it and we just go do it well yeah. and originally oh I'm sorry oh no please oh, go uh, ahead I was just gonna say like with Process You we actually debuted that song probably about a year ago now mm-hmm. we performed it a couple of times and I didn't really like how it was sounding but I didn't want to say anything and then Trent was talking to me after a show and he was like I don't like how it sounds. And I was like, oh my god, neither do I. And he was like, threw the keyboard yeah. into the street. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, look, let's just put this guy on the back burner. We'll reapproach it And we did for later. a while. And we did. We did for like six months and at then, least. And, and then, then one time, I was in the shower. He gets all his best ideas in the, in the shower. shower. Like, mm-hmm. thank God for the shower. Like, wow, the Renaissance <laughs> really did that. Um, and I was like, oh my god I know exactly what we need to do to it and so then I send it to Devin and Devin's like yes like, yeah. and we had no idea like, and, and it we, felt all better and we hadn't played it for like a year and so then we wow. finished it recorded it and now it's here yeah it sounds and fresh as heck and I contributed a verse there you go <laughs> exactly now, you can't see but I'm looking quite vainly at myself <laughs> Now, you guys kept mentioning the term uh, trial by fire band, mm-hmm. and you guys have been working together for so long, mm-hmm. but is there anything that you would like to say to 
tiny little turn, tiny little Devin when you first meet in that Cougar Radio studio of like, don't do this or make sure that you avoid this. Like, what are some of the things that you have learned in this process? Oh, Lord, so much. Uh, um, put burglar bars over your windows. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, no. so, so the, first, oh, no. the first year that we were like a band and we were really kind of on the upward, like we were really picking up steam, we were making a name for ourselves. six months in. Exactly. Oh. Um, and we had gigs and stuff. It was the first fall that we were really Only a our band. second trimester. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, my apartment got broken into and all my stuff got stolen. His laptop, his Everything. And there, there's songs that no one will ever hear because our masters are oh. on there. They're literally like lost songs. Oh, yeah. no. And so, Google Drive. I know. It, well, we know that now. Yeah. And so we learned God, that. Yeah. We have I've, a bunch I've of stuff that so was yeah. on Google Drive, so not everything was lost, yeah. but good, good. a lot was. And then we also had, shout out to Cougar Radio again, because we had a backup drive of things we had recorded in the studio. Woo-hoo. So we just remastered it, and that's what's on the EP. Got, see, that's what it's all about, Coog Radio. Yeah. Right, so, uh, <laughs> Cheers to exploiting the university's resources. Yeah, exactly. Give it up. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, I mean, we've learned a lot as time goes on, like, what works for us fashion-wise, what works for us music-wise, what works for us in a live setting, from a technical setting. And then, you know, we learn new things all the time of Mm -hmm. let's not do that again, let's do this differently next time. But then it also helps that we have, once again, different backgrounds. Like, I've been playing in bands for a long time. Um, You know, like I said, about 10 years now. It's been a very different situation than what is going on currently, but it taught me a lot because I grew up in a very different music scene i was a very different musician what kind of yeah what was your what was your early bands punk mostly playing that okay punk, punk and thrash stuff. metal um yeah. j- i did jazz combo cool. I, was a, I was a drummer for the most part and then i played keyboard in a couple bands vocals in a couple bands but for the most part tried and true drummer mm-hmm. um he's an incredible drummer but so, he had to sell his stop, drum stop. kit because i live in an apartment here. now you know times ah, are tough yeah but um but he's incredible Oh, thank you so much. Um, and I did like studio stuff for a long time. I was kind of a studio guy with one of my friends for a little bit. And so I learned a lot, especially in the punk scene. Um, and the metal scene was very rough when I was growing up because it was all about like post hardcore. Oh. And, and that's not what we were doing. Yeah, that's that's right when I got out. <laughs> yeah, we, we were doing more like dream theater. No, stop. I wish. <laughs> um, no, I loved dream theater. That's but, what I did in high school. Oh my God. I was in a prog power metal oh, band. I wish. And everyone hated I, us. I, so I, we wor- I wor- Growing up, I worshipped Mike Portnoy. Like he was everything. But anyway, oh, long good. story short, the bands that I was really in was more like a thrash metal more thing mm-hmm. and like punk leanings punk and like the bad brains like melvin's esque department mm-hmm. so it was more that sort of gig um and people were not having it so every <laughs> time we would play shows from people who were very kind to us uh it did not go well there was a lot of fights and violence and Ugh. i used to i used to have to throw people and stuff which i know i don't wearing my lady gaga shirt i know it doesn't look like i used to get up to stuff but um i learned a lot mm-hmm. from that and so once again i brought that to this now of like hey these are the kind of things that we need to do especially playing live like from a technical aspect i know what i'm doing Mm -hmm. i know what i need i know how to talk to the people at the venue and that kind of that that really helps that kind of automatically gets there like okay these people know what they're doing because the moment they see computers and stuff they're like oh oh Mm -hmm. uh, forget these guys you know like (laughs) i would say something else but uh yeah they're like they they automatically write you off and so you have to let them know like you're here to play yeah yeah so here to rock it and sock it exactly now i want to bring it back to something that you said earlier Mm -hmm. we know that you're performing at akon uh this anime convention in Mm -hmm. dallas uh Forget Dallas. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the big D for uh, dumb. <laughs> Got him. Anyway, that's what we do. <laughs> we get him. That's what. We, yeah. Uh, but you mentioned it. Comic Palooza, and mm-hmm. I want to. I want to ask about that. What were you guys doing there? Uh, we did. did you guys meet Spider Man. <laughs> we no. tried. Okay, right. we chased that boy okay, never mind. Yeah. all darn weekend, uh-huh. and he was impossible to pin down because you know he's, he's the amazing Spider Man. Right. He's at like the peak of his fame right now. Uh, <laughs> couldn't get no pictures of that spider-man um but uh well you really took it there <laughs> impressive but, um, i was like we wow. did a podcast partnership with them which the best way i can describe that is just to say that they sponsored us very kindly with all our dumb stuff um <laughs> and basically i think we mentioned them and we put like ads 
mm-hmm. for them in our stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also gave us three-day press passes Sweet. to yeah. uh, the convention. They let us do a live podcast as well as a panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It was uh, nice. The only people that were in attendance at our live podcast were people uh, that worked there that we made sit with <laughs> we us. We got a bad time slot. And you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? We also got two children that mm-hmm. were there sitting down because they were tired. And if Aww. you listen to our Comic Palooza recap, you will hear our interview with these two children, and it's iconic. We talk about Ghostbusters, uh, and it's that great. That sounds yeah, really sweet. And, uh, <laughs> one girl asked me why. Um, Sometimes you get twin brothers instead of one brother. We had to explain genetics. Yeah, to an I was like, how do I sort this out without like giving the full? Like, you shouldn't tell them it was the time talk? crystal. It gets reversed, and the people double up. Um, Bruh, we should have mystics. I was yeah. like, exactly. The cells sometimes split into two. <laughs> it was iconic. Um, but yeah, so I mean, basically, Devin described it perfectly. It's basically, it was a cross-promotional relationship. And uh, we the experience was really fun. Yeah, And yeah. so it was mostly in promotion for our podcast, obviously, because we mm-hmm. were in the podcast partnership program. But we were still space cadets there. So, you know, right. our, our shows and things got mentioned and things like that. But I mean... Yeah, we're, we're, I, I like that you operate all under one helm. It's all one big like art absolutely. project thing that sure. exists. And, and so it, we cross-promoted our own selves as well. Now, the Akon thing is a little bit different because mm-hmm. we're actually performing there. We're not there oh, for... Oh, you're playing music. Yeah, we're not there for our podcast. We're doing a full live set. Which should be exciting. Yeah, because uh, we've never done one this big anime-wise. No. <laughs> anime-wise. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> we've I done have. another why, anime. why don't you do your set? Two songs, mm-hmm. hour-long podcast. Work. Two songs, <laughs> yeah. You, we really we could. could. Hard closer. Yeah. Yeah. The, Hard the, descri- closer. the description just says Space Cadets Live. That could mean a lot of things. Yeah, you fill that time slot to the brim. You, yeah. We really we could. We could do a full Neo Benshi of the yeah, entire yeah, Cowboy go. Bebop movie. We could do a <laughs> Samurai Shampoo Neo Benshi. That'd be iconic. Um, but yeah, Akon's a little bit different. We've also done Magical Girl Day in, a, in the past, which is a Magical Girl-centric anime convention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've performed there. Which is where we debuted Process You. Oh, and we hated trashed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> we hated it. Full circle. Exactly. Um, so yeah, Akon is a little bit different um, because for a while, we, when we did Magical Girl Day the first time, we got a huge response and we got a lot of social media attention and we got like fans that still contact us and like engage with us so we said you know once again trial by fire we're like i think we're on to something here we should get into this con gig yeah and i think this is the people that might get what we're doing here and so far we have been correct yeah so that is why so acon we're really excited about because um it's like the biggest anime convention in like almost the country. Oh, well, Houston's a better city, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. So, uh, so that's kind of the story of that. I just I throw out emails and whatever kind of lands on the wall. That's what we do. So now you're talking about fans in different parts of the state, different cities. Mm-hmm. I I can see why clearly. Like it's very very easy to fall in love with you guys after seeing you perform. Yeah, you guys are active. You're in tune. You got an aesthetic going around it. Yeah, it's, speaking it's of that aesthetic, wonderful. you guys are rocking it in terms of fashion. Yeah, every time you guys are really cool. Yeah, Thank you dress you. Um, well. I don't know if you can see this, but I'm wearing cargo shorts, uh, and Ned is wearing totally something the same outfit I wear every day. Yeah. Um, so what, what could you do? We need makeup. Can you help us out? Make us look cool. We, yeah, what would right, you... We want to get on Tumblr. Okay. We want to yes, get God. lots of fans. Okay, we want, don't get on Tumblr. Okay. No. Oh, God. Yeah, what's we're the, off what's to a bad Okay, start. yeah. We already screwed that up. What social media a, is hottest for we, us? We, yes, we I are, have a Twitter. We are live AF. Get an Instagram okay, and get a Facebook. That. Okay, yeah. we're on that. So, Snapchat's not I love that we're like... We're basically like Queer Eye for the for the radio guy. Yeah. I love it. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Make us cool, please. I think fashion-wise, once again, another place where Devin and I were absolutely trial by fire <laughs> when we started off 
It was a hot Ooh, mess. Boy. Mess with the two S's, but make it dollar signs. Uh, it was. Oh, yeah, that's what I want to look at. It was a yeah. hot <laughs> Give me mess. money mess. Our very first gig, yeah. I decided it would be really cool to wear a wig. <laughs> I don't I know why. It. And I didn't bring a wig cap. I didn't pin it to my head. I, I forgot didn't do about anything. that. I just put the wig on. So when I leaned over to grab something, my wig just fell off. Uh, wig. And, and it was not full of confetti, snatched. right? No, it wasn't hey, full that of rose petals uh, and Sasha Velour. Yeah. And we definitely did some reveals, but like the looks that I had back then, not great. <laughs> Once uh, again, another thing that we've, yeah, we've honed and streamlined going forward because we have a different aesthetic now with this new album. We have a very like refined aesthetic, but um, once think- again, Devin describes it the best. The club kids oh, working in yeah. a coal mine. Uh, exactly. Uh, I club, say that say we, <laughs> we look like if people took a 1990s New York club kids and made them work in a coal mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's what they needed. Yeah, get out of that yeah, freaking club. Those kids need. get out of these K holes and get into a coal mine hole. Yeah, C yeah. hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think once again, like yeah, Devin describes it like absolutely perfectly because it's very like. Um, like a very underground sort of fashion reference, like a period of time, and then we sort of make it like, like what is it, the word like uniform? Like, uh, God, now that you've asked me, I don't remember what the word is, but I guess it's very utilitarian. Utilitarian and it's is very, a one like, way to describe it. It's not really individualistic. Like, there's a certain thrift store that we won't name because we don't want anyone else copying <laughs> our look, uh, where mm-hmm. they have a bunch of different colored jumpsuits. Right now we have pink and black, but we are a going few to more talk colors. off air. <laughs> yes. Um, Absolutely. So we plan to get those and like every color they have. And yeah. that's made it a lot easier to go, okay, well who are they? Which one scan stealing from Devo? <laughs> oh Space Cadets? Those are the ones in the neon pink jumpsuits. Yeah, that's yeah. how you do it. Okay. They're John Cusack approved because at Comic Palooza he um, I got up to ask a question, and he was like, can we just have like a round of applause for this neon pink jumpsuit? And he was like, you look really cute in it. And I was like, thank you, John Cusack, yeah. star of high fidelity. There you go. Dang, that's really nice. I have a minion shirt that I wear <laughs> for fun. And, uh, uh, and John well, Cusack called him personally to tell him how much suck. he loves Poe. <laughs> that minion shirt is fire, sir. I'm John Cusack, and you suck. That's going to be step one of the makeover, is tossing out the minion shirt. It's got to go. Okay. What, do you, what well, do you mean? Tossing uh, it out into my large wardrobe? Any, any <laughs> so it's cur- easy to Any curse images must be taken off the yeah. hmm. Well, okay. Uh, you know, What's it is the number one grossing franchise of all time. I mean, step try by step. and argue. You know, step look, by step. If Change you're going to start telling me to get rid of my minion shirts, I'm going to tell you we're running out of time. Is there anything <laughs> that you guys would like to plug before we uh, end the show? What's Absol- coming up? Where can we find you guys? Absolutely. Uh, literally tomorrow night we will be playing at Spruce Goose. Yes, Social Flyers Club mm-hmm. uh, with Big Bill, um, um, Te- Mother Ghost, and, and Topanga. Topanga. Um, so that's happening. Akon on Thursday. We are playing Corpus Christi Pride Festival on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back in the H-Town. The best place to look at all this stuff because we... We're doing the most during Pride season. We always do. Yes. Um, we uh, is our Instagram. Yes. Uh, Space Cadets. Um, K i d d e t t e s. Uh, that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Anything else? No, that's you got it. And then you. Hell, and probably. Then, <laughs> and then you can also get links to our podcast on those social media sites as well. We post every Friday. Space Cadets. Uh, Space Case comes out. Yes. So. Well, right. fantastic. Thank yeah. you guys so much for being on. That was awesome. Yeah. Devin, Trent, you guys are fantastic. You're inspiring, and I can't wait to see what you guys are doing 10 years from now. It's oh, going to be amazing. Thank, thank you. Too. Thank you. Go see them live. All right. Please. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. And you at home, thank you so much for listening. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye.